The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell. And great was its fall. Now when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were astounded at his teaching for he taught them as one having authority, not as their scribes. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of our loving, liberating, and life-giving God. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. The Super Bowl was in sight. The Saints were marching in. It was January 20th, 2019, the NFC Championship game, and it was a great day to be a Saints fan. The New Orleans Saints, so much more for a city that needed them and supported them passionately like no other town. After the utter devastation of Hurricane Katrina back in 2005, the Saints returned to the Superdome was the singular most uplifting symbol for the entire city, a city in need of renewal and resurrection and rebirth. A year after that storm had laid waste to so much and done harm to so many, the Saints' triumphant first game back in the Dome was greeted with appropriate shouts of Houdat and Hallelujah, the embrace of new life, a kind of Easter come early with a bold sign on the stadium exterior proclaiming the profound truth, our home, our team, be a saint. I love the sound of that. Could be the motto of a spiritual home. That's my home. This is my team. I strive by the grace of God and through the love of God to be a saint of God. The whole city was there that day of that NFC championship. If not inside the stadium, then riding along in spirit, glued to their television screens. Because the saints, like the spiritual community of saints, if they are called by the true God, will bring people together. They will not drive them apart. There is plenty in this world that will divide us into opposing camps, but that is not God's desire. Jesus' last prayer on earth was that we all could be one, coming together in unity amidst our diversity. The ultimate mission of the true spiritual home is to bring people to God and to bring people together in relationship, rallying around a sacred cause they can all get behind and believe in. I 
was one of the blessed ones that day. I got to be in that number. You see, I was there in the Superdome sitting in Sweet 420, Row D, Seat 7. And I know what you're thinking. How did a guy like you get into a suite? The same way I'm getting into heaven. By pure grace and because I know a guy. <laughs> My friend David was a divorce attorney in Louisiana. They called him the Pontchartrain Pitbull. I knew that we would be friends before I ever left Hawaii and moved to Louisiana because David had FedExed to my church office in Kauai a New Orleans Jazz Fest Aloha shirt with a note attached that said, Welcome home. David had represented a mutual friend of ours. He was the CEO of a large, very successful local company. And the CEO had asked David if he could do anything for him in addition to paying his exorbitant fees, to express his appreciation for his stellar client representation. And David, because he is such a good friend, said, as a matter of fact, yes, you can get me and Father Bill into the NFC Championship game in your suite. <clears throat> I was home. Because you see, in a true spiritual community, you got friends. You've got true friends. And your friends know you and love you and care about you and look out for you. In a true spiritual home, friendships matter, relationships matter above everything else. My ears are still ringing because we were loud that day in the Superdome. It was particularly loud because Jared Goff, the quarterback for the L.A. Rams had foolishly stated on ESPN that crowd noise in New Orleans would not be a factor in the game. We did everything we could to prove him wrong. I went out and bought the loudest whistle that money could buy. Our entire section had to go to the audiology department at the Tulane Medical School the next day. We wanted to be a factor for our team. Therefore, we wanted to, hear this, disrupt the opposition. To blow the whistle on them and their plans to defeat the good guys. Because you see, in a true spiritual home, we have identified the opposition. And it is all of those things that are opposed to God's loving purposes for every human being on earth. You know them when you see them. Violence, cruelty, injustice. And when we see them, we seek to stop them, to disrupt them. According to our own baptismal vows, we renounce them. We're against anything that seeks to do harm to anybody that our good God has made. We don't just sit idly by. We say, that's not right. And I'm against it. Well, the stage was set that day. The adrenaline was flowing. The excitement was building. The stars and the saints just seemed to be aligned. The game was tied 20-20. It was the fourth quarter, only one minute 
and 49 seconds left on the game clock, and the Saints were marching in. It was third down and 10 on the Rams' 13-yard line. With the first down, the game would have, in effect, been over, and the Saints would have gone to the Super Bowl. Drew Brees dropped back to pass. Tommy Lee Lewis was wide open 11 yards down the field on the right sideline. As was his custom, Breeze threw a perfect pass. It was about to be caught when Lewis was blindsided and completely leveled by a Rams defender before the ball got there, a defender who admitted he had intentionally committed an obvious penalty simply to, quote, prevent a touchdown. It may have been the most blatant pass interference ever committed in an NFL game. Four officials had a very clear view of the obvious infraction. All four of them who lived in Los Angeles, by the way, but I digress. Not one reached for a penalty flag. Not one. Dumbfounded in disbelief, stunned, infuriated, incredulous, even in denial that something so egregious and unjust could happen right before our eyes. We sank back in our chairs and looked on helplessly as the Rams went on to win in overtime. Have you ever heard the sound of life being sucked out of an entire city? Nobody went to work the next day. The psychologist's office were overflowing. On Tuesday afternoon, our staff at Christ Church Covington, Louisiana, gathered for our weekly meeting, and I have to tell you, it was depressing. There was a sense of heaviness that I've never experienced before. I, I always started the meetings with a prayer, and I remember that that day I prayed simply, Lord, let us be helpful, and let us do the right thing. And I remember telling my staff, you know, our, our people, our people are all grieving. Our city is absolutely devastated, and we represent God and God's love. we got to do something, and I don't know what it is, but... I think maybe it involves worship on Sunday. I, I think maybe the colors black and gold and even yellow, as in penalty flags, should be present. I think there might should be some prayer and some New Orleans music. I think a theme should be injustice and helping people channel their anger and frustration into something positive and constructive, something that will make a positive difference in the world. In the name of our loving God, I just ask that the Holy Spirit would move among our conversation this afternoon. That was the best meeting I've ever attended in my entire life. Every single person was attuned to the Spirit of God. Every person participated. Every person had wonderful, creative ideas because in a true spiritual home, it takes a community to build a community. It takes everybody's gifts and ideas. By the end of that meeting, we had a plan. 
We were going to observe something not on the liturgical calendar, Black and Gold Sunday, when the saints of God turn penalties into prayers. Word got out. In fact, word got out all over the nation. I got phone calls from CBS, MSNBC, CNN, the New Orleans Times-Picayune, and the Wall Street Journal. That Sunday morning, Fox and Friends broadcast live from our early service, reaching three million people with our simple message about what our spiritual home was all about. I remember the camera panned to the sign hanging from the balcony that our youth group had created as they began their coverage of our service. It was a sign that quoted Martin Luther King Jr., injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And then we all gathered in front of the altar and shared with the world that day on national television how it is possible to do the right thing, to take all of our collective anger and frustration and disappointment and loss and channel all of that into God's hopes and dreams for the world because a true spiritual home is a place that wants to witness to that solid rock of God's love on which we build. That even though so many People in this world have given up on organized religion and the institutional church. It is still possible to see God at work among them. I can't believe it. I was so privileged to lead our entire church in a chant on national television that Sunday morning. Who that? Who that? Who that say they're going to beat them saints? I had spoken to the Bishop of Los Angeles earlier in the week, and I told him that our people had decided that our entire offering on that Sunday was going to go to him and to two outreach projects of his choosing in the Diocese of Los Angeles, gifts from the saints of New Orleans to God's children in Los Angeles. Our people gave $10,000 that morning that went to outreach in Southern California, and our folks did it with cheerful hearts. And during the service, I remember asking everybody in attendance to take out their yellow flag and to turn those penalty flags into prayer flags. Every person wrote the name of an injustice in this world even bigger than a football game, an injustice that they would commit to address in their own walk with Christ through prayer and through action. And I will never forget the great New Orleans trumpeter Jamil Sharif led our community in procession down the center aisle, everybody waving those flags and outside because you see a true spiritual home calls people to move, to walk, to learn, to grow to change. There's no place for stasis in the kingdom of God. The Spirit is always calling the saints forward and onward and upward to a place of discovery and renewal and new life. In New Orleans, there are first lines and there are second lines, but all of them move us forward. It was a powerful moment when our folks sang when the saints go marching in. 
and they pinned those prayer flags just outside for all the world to see. A sure and certain sign that God was moving among us and we would allow ourselves to be moved to follow Jesus in every way until the whole world might know of God's love. Because you see, the true spiritual home is where we're empowered to pray and work and give and sing and shout and cheer in the name of our awesome God. I will never, ever forget that game with the saints on the Sunday before. But I will remember more fondly that service with the saints on the Sunday following. It spoke of the spirit of New Orleans for sure, but it spoke more powerfully of the spirit of God. We are St. Cecilia's. This is our spiritual home. This is our supportive team. Be a saint as we seek to change the world, as we seek to serve our loving, liberating, life-giving God. Amen. When the sun set in the sky And flowers never die Friends don't pass you by That's my home Folks say how you do and they really mean it too With a love that's true That's my home I'm always welcome back No matter where I roam Just might be a little old shack But to me it's my home yeah. Where the bayou rivers flow Cypress trees are gold Y'all ain't gotta say no more That's my home. 
anytime I roam I'll just be a little old shy But to me it's my own Whereby you rivers flow Cypress trees are grown Ain't gotta say no more